0: I farted. I farted. Hey, Terrence! <laughs> Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker! <laughs> you are born a body ambassador, Uncle Fucker.
1: <laughs> Ebony and Ivory live together in perfect harmony. And welcome back, everybody, side to another
0: episode of Half. I like how you guys try to make fun of the way i introduce us on your other <laughs> podcast neither one of you can do it thank you welcome everybody <laughs> it's very uh radio dj
1: but it's not in a bad thing
0: i know i've got a radio voice yeah you do thank you yeah which we're soon gonna find out about hopefully yeah
1: right? yeah of course um one of the first things that came to my mind, I was thinking about, we hadn't talked about your COVID scare.
0: At work? Yeah. Dude, I've been dodging COVID like no one's fucking <laughs> I know. business, dude. It's weird. It's so. My wife got it, unfortunately. she This whole time, the whole two years, two and a half years, whatever we're at now, she's been the one that I've been trying to protect the most, right? Right. And lo and behold, it happened. She's a teacher, right? Yeah. We, we kind of figured it was... Just a matter of time and it happened. Um yeah, but somehow, some way I did not get it. It's weird, dude. That's been like what the third or
1: fourth time that you've had close contact with somebody. I remember that one time with like your brother. Oh, yeah. You're like <clears throat> um me.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's really weird. It but, is. And this recent time, my boss caught it. Mm-hmm. So we found out he had it, and then like a day later, um, my my buddy, Tony, <laughs> he started feeling not well. Yeah. Goes home that night, takes a test. He has it. And bear in mind, we're in a small control room all over each other. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> in a good and in a bad way. Right. Um, my boss was fucking coughing on me the day before, like literally coughing in, on my desk. Yeah. Yeah. You know he's a smoker and he has these little like cough fits every now and again. So I thought nothing of it. Yeah, yeah. sure shit. He's got fucking COVID. Wow. Tony hasn't. Tony and I are always sitting next to each other and somehow, some way, by the grace of God, I again <laughs> fucking dodged it. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. I, I, mean, I I'm such a hypochondriac. When I heard Tony had it, I said, "You know what? There's no fucking way I don't." Right. There's no way we touch the same things. Hmm. Um, we share the same phone. Um. Uh, so, I freaked myself out. I started getting a headache. My eyes started burning. You know, I just started right, right. pulling yeah. myself into it. That's exactly what I did when I actually got it. Yeah. I took a test. I, I set up a schedule for uh, a test at Walgreens. Fucking nothing. Wow.
1: Yeah. Um. How come you didn't just buy one? Those are pretty good. You can do it at, my, at home.
0: I don't know. I just I figured. The, yeah.
1: Do it the right way. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's good that you don't have it. Maybe you have some sort of
0: weird genetic mutation. I keep, I keep telling you, dude, COVID probably enters this body and sees what greatness <laughs> can do. And it says, you know what? I'm fucking at this motherfucker. Man. <laughs> I want, COVID wants no part of this. dude. It's like on, uh, on Friday when he was like, nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> fucking walked. In. Exactly. Co- COVID has probably walked in this body a few times and mm Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. it's, it's clipping and it's not even, uh.
1: It's not you. It's not your headphones. Sorry, for those of you um, that aren't here, um, for whatever reason, we're having technical difficulties. So actually,
0: I'm going to put it on hold real quick. Yeah. And we're back, everybody. And we are back, everybody, to continue our episode of Half and Half Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So Tony's okay? Yes, thank God. Yeah, but... He, it's, it's lingering longer Mm -hmm. in him than anybody else I know. Yeah. Like my wife was in and out in like two days, but she kept testing positive. So she had to do her five days or what have you. Um, he tested positive again, I think. But yeah, he says, he still says he doesn't feel a hundred. Well, man, I mean,
1: I think about what's going on with me. What? With something that I haven't really spoken about.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
1: for anyone listening, I was told that I have uh, fibromyalgia. Wait,
0: it's confirmed or they're suspecting? No, no, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. The way I read it when you texted me that day was they're suspecting.
1: They pretty much said, like, you have it, but we're going to do all these tests just to double check. Oh, But, like, you have it.
0: So you're at 99. They just want to be 100. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: But even then, I don't even know. I don't even, I don't know. I've just been doing a bunch of tests. But it it actually led me to, of course, because I feel like shit. Mm -hmm. all the time yeah and it led me down a rabbit hole and um you know i was telling my wife i said i don't understand why like this is happening why i feel like this this doesn't make it doesn't make any sense and then i came across an article that talks about what's called fibro covid where they're finding that people especially males who are asymptomatic like i was Uh months down the road are developing fibromyalgia
0: What? okay so prior to covid uh-huh. i know you had other health yeah. issues it was yeah but those
1: were like to me it was like getting older basic uh stuff just you know i as a kid like i was talk- telling uh my wife or i don't know who i was telling we were talking about how i was an athlete as a kid yeah. you know i was always doing shit. um you know i hurt my back i was a gymnast for over a decade, you know? Um, so I have issues, but nothing like this. This has been like almost debilitating, you know? And this
0: was after COVID.
1: Yeah. So it, hit, it really hit me um, probably like a month after I got COVID. Yeah. And it's just been persistent. And so for anybody that doesn't know what fibromyalgia is, it's really just been like just pain th- from head to toe, um, at first, I thought it was my joints, but it's not. It's actually my muscles, and like everything pops really easily. Yeah. Um, it's just constant pain, constant pain. Just imagine you went to the gym and you did a full body workout, like. After a year of not even working out, mm-hmm. you've worked out everything from your toes to your, your ears. And I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then the next day you wake up and you're just sore all over and you can barely move. That's what it feels like.
0: Sounds like the best day to me.
1: <laughs> but you know, what's funny is that, well, not funny, kind of sucks. The The biggest or the hardest part to deal with is, is my thumbs. Yeah. I know you want to say my pinkies I do. but <laughs> the pain in my thumbs has become um it, it hurts and that sucks but what really you don't realize how much you rely on something like your it, thumbs to just function every day right. all day
0: when well, you thought it was from from working on guitars yeah the whole that's that exactly
1: because that's when it really started to hurt and i thought man like i'm doing something wrong if i'm hurting like this you yeah, know yeah and uh remember I even called you and I was like, hey, next time you come over, I need you to open up a jar of pickles yeah. <laughs> for me. It's because something as simple as opening up a jar, like, is very difficult and very painful. Yeah. Um, but it's not even just the pain. It's like, physically, I don't, like, don't have the strength in my muscles to do what I used to be able to do. Right. And so... Going down those rabbit holes on Google, the only thing I could think of, man, the only thing I could think of is it has to do with
0: COVID. Have you asked your doctor about that?
1: Well, I see him tomorrow. Uh-huh. I did, uh, I've been doing all kinds of tests. So, um, But I'll see him again tomorrow. And so I'm going to bring, it, bring up. it up and see what he says. That's,
0: uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if a doctor yeah, was so saying, Yeah, so I
1: read a, a whole article about it. And it's, yeah, for whatever reason, it's happening a lot to males. That's and I'm so talking funny. like... I think it was something like one in three males are developing fibromyalgia after
0: being asymptomatic with COVID. Really? Yeah. So asymptomatic has to be part of the the equation? That's what it said. I mean, I don't know if it
1: has to be, but that's what I thought was weird.
0: Well, anybody I know that's had COVID that's a male, you know, my dad, my brother, Mm -hmm. my other brothers. Because I didn't even have a runny nose. Man, you didn't have anything. Yeah. I just tested positive. The only
1: reason I knew I had it was because my wife got sick. Yeah. And so I tested and I was positive. Honestly, she would have never gotten sick. I probably would have never known I had it.
0: Dude, you know, it's it's weird because now there's all these different variants, right? And for a while, I was like, oh, I just want to get it over with. Yeah. But then now there's this variant that's making you throw up and oh, shit wow. yourself. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck that. That's the worst, I, man. As I was telling my wife, I said, there's no fucking... Dude... Beat me up, kick me in the mouth. I don't care. Just yeah. don't make me throw up. Yeah. I fucking oh, hate throwing up. God. My older brother says he likes it because it helps him lose weight. <laughs> oh God. He's a cutie. <laughs> Only weird people say he's, shit yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: he's the one like he'll he'll tell me like like he'll get like food poisoning or something, and I'm like, Oh that sucks. He's like, No, not really really, 'cause I lost like five pounds. I'm like
0: Yeah, you lost five pounds of water weight. <laughs> not fat, Eddie Coco. I know. <laughs> I know. He's a cutie.
1: Um but uh yeah, so anyways, that's just the shit that I'm dealing with, which I haven't told many people. Now everybody knows. Now everybody knows. Uh, it. But it's okay, because I think that people need to be um, aware of that aware. kind of stuff. If you're
0: feeling weird and you were an asymptomatic COVID haver, go to the doctor if you're feeling weird, because yeah, yeah, you might even,
1: have... even then, I don't even know. Like, there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Like, Yeah, fi- fibromyalgia is... That's it. Like, That's uncurable, you just, right?
1: You just manage it, which is through, like... Exercise and diet, and I'm like, dude, like I've actually pretty damn healthy, so I don't know.
0: But it's weird that exercise would be something when you're in pain,
1: <laughs> exactly, dude, exactly. Which so I did the other day, I actually did exercise, and I think I told you yeah. that I fought through the pain. I didn't do like extreme exercises or mm-hmm. anything, but it was enough to where I felt strong, which was really weird um but you know what's funny like two days later
0: i was like oh great and now i'm like extra sore yeah <laughs> you know? so on top of fibro pain you're on you got fucking muscle yeah workout pain exactly that's the worst dude it's the worst when like i hate it when i get sick after a hard day of working out because then i'm like no i think i'm just sore because i worked out really hard yesterday and then the fever hits and so it's like your body aches sore from being sick yeah and your body aches from working out yeah yeah that's the worst fucking feeling in the world yeah I don't know whenever when i
1: used to work out i don't think i was ever sick but i don't know i know i've heard that like olympians don't really get sick very much because they're just their immune system is in such like tip-top shape really Mm -hmm. like for example uh i've actually read how vitamin c is good for you right yeah supposed to be good for like your immune system and preventing you from getting sick and whatnot but what they've actually found when you look into it is that it's actually only effective in people that are in tip-top shape really let people like like me that does, doesn't exercise very often uh it really doesn't have very many benefits but if you give it to an athlete especially like an olympian it really benefits them for hmm. whatever reason oh, that's crazy yeah so, what's up? What else?
0: Well, I don't know if uh, any of our, I think we're up to seven listeners now. <laughs> I don't know if they, they participated in my YouTube channel, but it's doing fairly well, yeah. I'm proud to say. Well, it has its moments, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm starting to learn which toys hit really big. Right. And I haven't figured out why yet, but they do. Right. I put up a Stranger Things toy about a week ago, upside down Will. That thing is still climbing. I'm at nine thousand two hundred views. Yeah, that's amazing. I put up uh an eleven last night. Stranger Things eleven, but the punk version. Yeah. I'm over two thousand. Yeah. Now the the subscribers aren't moving in that direction. Well, they were for a little bit though. They but it, it's like every day I'll gain two and I'll lose one. Yeah. I'll gain one. YouTube
1: is the weirdest shit, man.
0: It is. But I'm having fun. It's uh. Yeah, you know. It's cool.
1: And it's like I told you over the phone, like, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. I know sometimes, like, like with my YouTube channel, I mean, I'll spend literally 12 hours <laughs> producing a 10-minute video. 12 hours, I'm talking editing, yeah. making the video, setting up, all that stuff, and then like 24 hours later, I'll have like 50 views, and I'm like, hmm wow, was that really worth that time? <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's, I don't even care. Like, I just enjoy doing it, if that makes any sense. Like, I yeah. love doing it. Like,
0: like this, yeah, the stuff you did and the stuff I, you know, I came out with you on your channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun, right? But yeah. these video things, these, these toy videos, it's like, they take me minutes to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I'm not saying I'm not having fun, but you and I have different plans, right? We're right. Gonna, we're going to zhuzh up that channel a little bit more i mean everybody knows half and half so paul obviously is included in anything on that channel so yeah, we, makes, we, we have some ideas to zhuzh it up a bit
1: i'm excited um you know when i think about like for example like i'm shooting commercials i'm doing i've done photo shoots for businesses yeah I do stuff on the side like that and honestly that's why it doesn't bother me that i don't get a million subscribers and all that because every single video that I've ever done on YouTube, I've learned something from. Right, I've learned, you know, I, I use it as an opportunity to to learn color grading, as an opportunity to learn how to do better transitions to whatever, right? There's always something that I go into every video like, I'm going to try this this time, which yeah. is why all my videos, if you look at them, they all look different. Yeah, uh, Whether it be from how the lighting is positioned, whatever, right? And that's, to me, the most important thing that I get out of those videos i don't even look at it as like oh i want to be this youtuber and have a million subscribers and get down on myself because i get all these dislikes or whatever like to me it's like no i love doing it and every single video i do i learn something new which is what helps me when i shoot a commercial or like with yeah you know helping you with yours soon hopefully
0: it's hours i keep telling you that (laughs)
1: like i have all kinds of really cool ideas um things that i wouldn't know or wouldn't have never learned had i not on those videos right
0: right and i think i think the way you approach things it's gonna really bring it to another level you know what i mean because like i told you I, i've studied other toy channel videos and whatnot and there's a lot of things they don't do and they have thousands of subscribers and i'm, I'm again half and half i want a fucking million viewers <laughs> i want to be toy famous because yeah. why it's going to open up all of our other projects to yeah you know what I mean? yeah i mean plus it's cool
1: um especially something like that when you've invested so much money into these toys, you have so many of them and it's like now you're, you're, you're almost repurposing them. Yeah.
0: And it's in a really cool way. Like for a long time, some of a a lot of my stuff just either it goes up on the wall for display or like I get it. I'll look at it out of the, you know, when I open up the delivery package and Mm -hmm. I set it up and that's it. But now I get to bring that toy out again, dust it off set. You know what I mean? So it's like I get to, uh, I don't open my toys. I'm not opening them, but you know, I get to hold it again instead of it it's just sitting on that wall forever. And I just stare at it while I'm working out. Yeah, you know what I
1: mean. No, yeah, um, no. But I'm, I'm really. I think it's, it's amazing, um, especially when that video. I mean, I think I was like looking at it constantly because <laughs> yeah. I was like rooting. I'm rooting for that channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything that you do, it's like uh, my little brother, Jason. Fuck Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he said I think it was him that when I was looking at your views he was like are you jealous cuz he's getting more views and I was like no I'm like anything that Adrian succeeds in I succeed yeah, too Absolutely. Like I'm a part of and just like anything I do that succeeds you
0: succeed too. Yeah. We're a part of everything. Exactly. You know? There's always a hand in something. If if anything takes off, we're going with each other, right? Yeah. So
1: uh but anyhow, I'm I, I'm really excited to Do some stuff with that. So, if you haven't, you need to go to YouTube and put in Plastic Realm Toys, right? Yes. Plastic Realm Toys, um, and you can look at all the cool
0: videos that
1: Adrian's putting
0: up. And I'm trying to get better with, uh, you know, you've taught me some things along the way. So, the first... 15 14 videos were just you know kind of the same format other than my candy man one mm-hmm. I, I put my heart and soul into that motherfucker i haven't even broke 100 views but you know what
1: this is the way i look at it think about it this way it's only 100 views but they might be quality views yeah, yeah. like 100 i would rather have 100 people watch my video and be into it and be like Appreciative of what I put That's out, true. That's than nine thousand people that like just clicked on it because the algorithm brought it up onto their feed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, like mine. Okay, my videos average, and I and I haven't done very many lately, but my videos average about a hundred to two hundred views. But I also know that they're quality views because I know there are a lot of the same people that are willing to watch my videos every time they come out
0: when i miss you i mean look part part of those views or when i when i miss you i just put your shit on repeat
1: <laughs> hey man whatever works yeah um but but yeah no i mean just look at it that way you know like i when i
0: saw the candyman one i was like man that's really fucking cool right I mean, the idea I, was yeah. there the production i mean it could have been better right but i mean the idea was there. Yeah. The storyline was... Because there was a storyline. Right, right, right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and You really you put
1: a lot of thought into it as opposed to just I, a toy spinning with music.
0: Yeah, it's like you said. Every video, you learn something new. So I had to learn... I had to find a photo. I had to find the JPEG of, of the logo. I had to learn how to make the countdown hit just right. Right. I had to record myself saying Candyman, tweak that, put it all together. You know what I mean? Like, that fucking 45-second video or whatever the fuck it is took me a solid 20 minutes. Just kidding. <laughs> it took me like an hour and a half. Yeah. You
1: know, you know what, what I mean? it, it makes me think about, though? You know, I think about how, as a society, we're so quick. and And I'm guilty of it. I'm always talking shit about, like, the Marvel movies and stuff, right? But as a society, we're so quick to be like, oh, that movie sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think about, for example, I mean, I found my screenplay after all these years, yeah. finally. And now I'm really starting to think about... Doing my first film. Yeah. You know, obviously, like to me, it's just like a passion project. It's something that I would like to be able to say I did. But I think about, dude, like imagine you are a writer or director and you put, you get millions of dollars thrown behind you and you produce this film and it comes out and it flops. Like, and you spent like probably months, if not years, working on that project. Like,
0: dang. Like, that, that's why I can proudly say I am true to the stone.
1: <laughs> I am so alone. Yeah.
0: Fuck Jason. <laughs> um, I am a I am the quintessential movie buff. Like I can say I give everything a fair shake and I go into it with an open mind. Right. For that reason, you and I are artists. Mm-hmm. We put our heart and soul into our music projects and some hit and some don't. Right. But when people just bash on it. You're like, man, bitch, you don't even know what it took us to get to that fucking point. Yeah. Like, it's sad. It's not just like a, oh, we're not going to be famous. No, it's like, man, pay attention. Just, You know what I mean? Just yeah. have an open, whether it's your cup of tea or not. Right. Give it a fair shake. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I am with movies. Like, I'll watch any fucking movie. Yeah. Any movie. Whether it's in my top 10, whether I end up not liking the movie, I take the movie for what it was mm-hmm. and the work that went into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, same, like, ever since I got into videography, I, now, even if the context, or the content itself, like, or the dialogue sucks in a movie, you know, I'll notice, like, the color grade, or right. the angles, or the lighting, or, like, you know, there's a lot of really, there's there's shit that you can, like, for example, there's this show that me and my wife started watching, and it's fucking... I don't want to say it's amazing, but it's really good and it's really unique. It's called, um,
0: fuck, what is it called? It's that that good, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: actually fell asleep during the last two episodes, (laughs) but like, that's just, I've been really tired. It's called something. Fuck Kevin. Uh, I I know what you're talking about. So what it is, it's this show Uh where this girl, she's the main star. Mm Hmm. Whenever she's around her husband, the show, it, it's, like, it, it's, a, it's like a sitcom vibe, like King of Queens or Seinfeld. It's oh, the best show.
0: King of Queens, not Seinfeld.
1: But like it's the, the, the lighting, the setup, everything. And there's a crowd laughing, all that. Oh, really? That. And then the moment she's no longer with her husband, it gets real dark and real serious. It's fucking amazing like i will say like that idea is amazing so she's like going through all this shit like uh she's trying to kill her husband and so she's it's real serious when she's dealing with like the drug dealer and all this stuff on the side and it's real gloomy the color grade is amazing it's got this like like breaking bad
0: look i really want to watch it now well, yeah well, and, hulu netflix what's it on?
1: oh uh, fuck i think it's on I need I need to text the wife and find out. Yeah,
0: you do. Um, I need to text your wife too because her and I need to have a talking <laughs> too.
1: <laughs> and then when all of a sudden she's with her husband, his friends are around, and all that. All of a sudden it turns into like a sitcom. Like I'm telling you, like the. But cr- why?
0: Why the sitcom part when only the husband's around?
1: I don't. It, it, it's I to me the way I feel about it is it's it's a way to separate how she becomes like a different person around him where she goes along with all his bullshit and she's all nice and laughing and all this stuff. And it kind of has that vibe of a funny like sitcom. And then she turns that act off when she's not around him. She actually really can't stand him.
0: Oh, so it's based off real life.
1: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But like to the, to the point, okay. To the point though, where it's like, um, it's dark. It's really dark. I want to check it out. It it actually kind of reminds me of one of my favorite movies ever. And again, I'm terrible with names. It's a movie that Ryan Reynolds did Mm. where, uh, he's like a serial killer and he takes a pill and when he takes a pill, everything's nice and clean and colorful and pleasant and all this shit. And then when his pills, when you see it from the, a different perspective, He's like actually around like mutilated bodies and stuff. And he's storing what? them. In. you sure it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, dude, it's like ama- such an amazing
0: that's movie. Because I know Bradley Martin, not Bradley Martin. That's a YouTuber. What's his name? I have no idea. Bradley Cooper. Yes, him. Oh, really? He was in a pill movie too.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that's different. That oh, was okay. uh, no, no. This one is dark. You need to find the name of it then, because yes. I want to watch that. It is amazing. It, it's it's a dark fucking movie dude so he's on a pill and he to himself he's normal he's talking to all these people and everybody's everything's real pleasant super colorful um and then when you either when his pill wears off or when you're looking at it from a different perspective he's actually surrounded by like filth even in his fridge he has like people's heads like it's
0: fucked up dude i need to know the name of that movie before i leave here today
1: yeah i can't remember but yeah dude like actually i'll look it up as we talk but uh uh so anyway well
0: you know you know the biggest the biggest complaint i have in the past few years with movies is and i'm not saying it's lazy because i know a lot a lot of work goes into it but fuck man can we can we can we get away with a little bit of N- not using cgi so much and practically oh, dude, every exactly. fucking movie that's that's
1: that's always been my issue man like when it comes to especially like the marvel movies i've told you well, that, that's why uh, i yeah, don't like them but
0: that one you kind of have to but even even at that point so let, let me bring up a, a movie that i just watched and it's called the voices oh the voices i'm
1: gonna write that down yeah dude i actually want to watch it it came out in 2014 the
0: voices got it so um I really, so, well, I really wish I really wish Moat was here right now because he'd appreciate this conversation.
1: Well, also too, I'm thinking about like my screenplay, mm-hmm. right? So I finally found it. I'm actually tweaking it. Every night I've been sitting down kind of tweaking it. Um, and I started to realize that when I wrote it, I, in my mind, there was a lot of CGI that would be involved. So a couple things have happened. Number one, I realized the importance of not using CGI and being creative. Um, making things happen kind of in a more creative way. Yeah. But I also found a company that can actually do the CGI. So either way. But yeah, I'm, I've am i told you that's what I don't like about those Marvel movies, man. I hate a movie that is filmed, and I understand there's movie magic and all this stuff, and I'm, I think Hollywood has done a really good job of being able to take a warehouse and turn it in and make an entire movie in that warehouse, and you have no idea... But
0: you can tell not all the time though, no. see that's what I was trying to get at, so I just I just recently saw Thor, Love and Thunder. the last two Thor oh, movies that hot, dude, it was <laughs> the last two Thor movies have kind of bummed me out for the simple fact of the over cGI like mm-hmm. it's fucking bad, right this one was a little better than Thor Ragnarok, but I, I don't understand... I guess I just don't understand how it works. Like, you look at the CGI on more um, of the Planet of the Apes, and dude, what the fuck? Whoever CGI'd that movie, whoever was the art director on that, that guy deserves Grammys and fucking MTV. He deserves everything, because you cannot tell that those apes are fucking cgi Right. Their fur looks so fucking real. Yeah. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? You've seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean? So many it's Many like, years ago, right? Yeah, so it's like, man... You know it could be done to where it looks well, right? Right. So kind of like like, uh, what's that movie? They
1: did uh, what's her name's boobs in CGI. (laughs) Olivia Wilde is that her name? Yeah, I I remember. Was that that movie uh, Switch? I think it's Switch. Oh, with uh, (laughs) with uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, (laughs) and like (laughs) apparently she's topless, and she would never actually do that. So her boobs are CGI. Really? Like they're not real. Yeah. See, you can make shit look real. But dude, right. honestly, had I not
0: known that, I would have never known. Right. But right. that's a great example of good CGI is what I'm trying <laughs> to get at. <laughs> but that's... You see what I mean? Like, I don't know. It To me, it, it, can, it can be done right. You can't tell me it can't. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even look at Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of CGI, but sometimes... Yeah, sometimes you can tell, right? You know, the, the upside down of CGI and whatnot, but I don't know.
1: No, um... I have to say, you know, I've been one to never. I, anytime people are obsessed with something, I'm, I'm the, the hipster kid in me makes me avoid it at all costs. But God, I gotta say, I love Stranger Things, man. I finally finished it.
0: God, just, I love everything about it. There's uh, nothing. You have been obsessed. We've been obsessed since day one. Yeah. Why would the hipster thing? Mm. Make you not want... Well, wanna...
1: because it just became, you know, a real popular thing. And usually when something's real popular, I'm just like, okay. And that's my cue to not even pay attention to it.
0: You you can flip that switch? Even though you like something, you're like, everybody else likes it? So no, I'm no, no. Like,
1: like usually, like... But I think... No, actually, you know what? I didn't get into Stranger Things right away. Oh, you didn't? No, no. Actually, it wasn't until... you started kept hearing and hearing and hearing about it. And I was just like, oh, I'm just going to give it a shot.
0: I had never heard about it and one day it was a saturday my wife was sitting in front she's not too much of a tv watcher yeah she watches tv with me and you know we'll sit down and watch tv together but like throughout the day she's always keeping herself busy And this one day she was just fucking focused four or five hours had gone by and i was like why are you, you're watching tv for longer than 30 minutes what are you doing she's like oh this Teacher friend told me about this show called Stranger Things. And she started giving me like the premise of the show. And I was like, ugh, boring. And I walked away, right? <laughs> she finished the entire season in one day. <laughs> one fucking day. Yeah. That's very unlike her. And I was right. like, all right, you got me. Let me see it. Right. Episode one, hook, line, and sinker, dude. Yeah. One of my favorite fucking shows.
1: You know what it, what it really is for me? It gives me the same feeling that I got as a kid watching Goonies.
0: Yeah. That's what I told my son. Really? Yeah. It's like a Goonies vibe. Yeah. It's like a creepier version of the Goonies. It's cuz they do a really good job of the
1: the era that they're oh, trying a- to depict. 84, yeah. yeah, yeah. 84, and 85 around there. So it it really it hits to the, like the 80s kid like ourselves, you
0: know. I'm a uh, 90s kid, but thank you.
1: <laughs> well, I mean we were born in the 80s. Yeah. But um but yeah. So anyways,
0: the 90s made me Yeah. I'm a 90s kid. True. I mean, I didn't appreciate the 80s until after the 80s. So You know what? The only thing I appreciate of the 80s, the only thing that I love and say, oh, the 80s were great, uh, in all honesty, is is Morrissey, Depeche Mode, The Cure. It's just some of the music that I And that's
1: what I mean, though. I didn't really get into any of that music until after the 80s. Like when the '80s was happening, I was I was a metal kid. I was into Metallica and Bleh. anything that like my parents were like, "That's devil music." I liked, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. um, Motley Crue actually, I liked a lot. Um, you know, there was a there was just something about liking music that you weren't supposed to like, right? You know, Ozzy Osbourne stuff like <coughs> that, right? So really I bypassed like the new wave stuff Um, other than the stuff I would hear on the radio and I didn't really care for it, but it wasn't until later on that I was like, wow, this music is great. I guess I became, you know, more open-minded. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, and now I listen to eighties music. uh, You know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, you know, when in Rome, Billy Idol. Um, I, I love it, dude. It's just like some of the best music ever written.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you. That new wave era was amazing. I mean, for me, it's what I grew up on, right? My cousins and everybody. Yeah. Um, So I guess that's kind of a perfect segue now that we circled back to music. Let's get this challenge out of the way.
1: Oh, you were going to go into that already? Yeah.
0: Dude, I got a lot to say. Oh, so do I. All right. All right, right, let's do it
1: then. Yeah, because normally we're rushed. I don't want to be rushed.
0: So let's recap. Our last challenge was... I was challenged to do Arcade Fire Part Two because I really didn't give it a full. What Paul had asked me to do, right? I I, I bitched out because I hated it so much. So I was asked to do it again, but to concentrate on one album, Uh which I did. And you were challenged to listen to Billy Joel. Yep. Let's go. Let's do reversed. What? You want me to go first? Yes. Fine. Fine. That makes sense because you always go first, you never wait for me. All right, so I had to listen to... Fuck, I forgot the name of the album. Wasn't um, it the album? Everything Now. Everything Now. And I did. I went in it full head. I gave it the time and and attention it deserved. Right. Or that you asked me to. I'm right. going to say it deserved. Uh-huh. Okay, so right off the bat, I heard the whole thing. Okay. I just listened to it, right? Not I didn't break it down nothing i just listen to Good, it cuz yeah, i want yeah. to see what i can get that's through that's what i do yeah and i can see why i i kind of see why you wanted me to focus on that one
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's 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 very different from all their other kumbaya fucking Amish in the in the woods type <laughs> shit that they do yeah it's very dancey. it's got it's got a very heavy disco vibe mm-hmm. to it right mm-hmm. is that why you wanted me to Well, yeah, part
1: of it. I mean, I think all their songs are so different from one another when you really get into it. But this one really, like, stood out to me out of all the other shit that I heard. Right. And actually, keep in mind that that was the album I was telling you about when we first talked about the challenge that I was expecting a, you know, because to me, their albums before that were so good, I was actually expecting a dull album to come out. And that album came
0: out and was like, blew me away. Yeah. Well... (laughs) I wouldn't say it blew me away, but... So, it, it... With the... The one thing I don't like is the ABBA vibe, right? Okay. That's what I wrote here, the ABBA vibe, where yeah. the front... The lead singer singing, and then you got the the girls in the background harmonizing, yeah. and it had, like, this renaissance Willow villager vibe to me. <laughs> you remember the movie Willow? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I... I we know that guy. <laughs> it's so weird. We know somebody famous. <laughs> um... I didn't like that at all. I can honestly say if you took the female vocals out, which is very weird for me to say because I love female mm-hmm. vocals, right? Mm-hmm. It just didn't add to this. It took it away from me. I think if you took those parts out, I would have liked it a little more. So
1: on that note, there was there's a song in that album where it's just a girl singing. Yeah. I'm sure you took note of that. Or no. Uh... But, and, and she sings every here and there throughout their discography.
0: Actually, I didn't write that down.
1: And that's a great song.
0: Hmm. I know which one you're talking about, but I didn't write it down. But, all right, let me, let me go, let me go okay, down sir. the notes. Yeah, keep going. So it sounds like when the, the 70s disco era was transitioning to the 80s, new wave, but it wanted to hold on to that 70s disco vibe. Mm-hmm. You remember early 80s when it's like, all oh, right, disco's dying now, right. but let's kind of keep the element that's what it sounded like to me this album, as I said, the female vocal part drives me crazy and nothing catchy vocally um oh I'm sorry that was a different note so the out i'm I'm starting to figure out what it is I really don't like about the singer to me there is nothing there's nothing catchy i can't i I can't sing you a song at all, really because it's always this what I wrote down as um syncopated talking is basically what he does okay it's there's no melody there's no like you know i mean you you can i can name i can sing you plenty of deftone songs or plenty of spirit box songs or what have you right because there's melody right there to me it's just a bunch of syncopated talking with like singing behind it i guess i don't know how to explain it what
1: what well I guess you can I guess I can see that. Um yeah, it's kind of like my favorite song on that album is called Creature Comfort. It's about suicide.
0: Oh, is that what it's about? Yeah. Did I write that one down?
1: I didn't. That's my favorite song on that whole album. But I guess I can see that where it's like it's just a lot of dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun like that's all he fucking does. And... But that's what I, okay. So Creature Comfort, for example, is a is a good example of how a song can have that happy kind of vibe. But when you listen to what he's saying, it's really fucking dark.
0: Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying. I love
1: that. That's what I love. I love that contrast. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a contradiction. Yeah. And you know me, I'm not a lyric guy. No. But I love that. Yeah. I love that, you know, you, you take a band like Texas Cutthroat, right? We talk about dark shit, right? Mm -hmm. Your lyrics are dark. The music, is dark. The singer's but, dark. <laughs> but when you take a band like Arcade Fire, that they have that going on, and you listen to the lyrics, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" It's a total contrast to the music. To me, it just adds a really cool element.
0: I, yeah, I can see that. I di- I didn't pay attention. I didn't know what these songs were about. Mm-hmm. You know Which what I mean?
1: Shock, because that's like one of your things.
0: Well. I mean, it is, but when you're listening to a band that, one, you don't like, mm-hmm. two, it's, it's, it, they're hard to listen to. So you kind of just like, eh, you know what I mean? Okay. Hold on. I think there was a big toy drop today. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I was thinking you're looking at your notes all into it and shit. I am, but I just got a text message, and there's these, uh, McFarlane's dropping some new Spawn stuff that's fucking ridiculous, and I have to get them. So, um, all right, nothing catchy vocally, but okay, so the song Chemistry, that was an okay song. You know that song? Yeah. Okay. Um, it has a 60s kind of Billy Joel vibe, mm-hmm. which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all I wrote on that one. I guess there's a song called Volcanoes. Okay. Okay. That one, it reminded me, uh he really reminded me of Paul Heaton from Beautiful South. Okay. If you go back and listen to Beautiful South, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the guy almost does it intentionally. Right. Like he t it's it's I would not be shocked if I can find an interview with the lead singer of Arcade Fire and he said the Beautiful South is one of his favorite bands. I would not be fucking shocked.
1: But isn't that a good thing? <laughs>
0: How do you say it's a good thing, but then you hate new metal because you say it's because they sound too much Well, like but them. what I'm saying, though, is that there's not a lot of beautiful
1: South-sounding bands going around. Well, there's a I billion mean, new metal true. bands going around.
0: That's true.
1: It's like, um, you know, I don't, see, there I told is. you. So just real quick, that clip. Is gonna play again, and I can't find it for whatever reason in the fricking file. So sorry.
0: Don't okay. get excited. The shed. Yeah, the not, chat's not
1: coming on yet. But um, yeah. So that's what I don't get is the fact that you're not more appreciative of their desire to show their influence on those bands that you love so much because not every can you name another band that's doing that that you can compare to beautiful
0: south who's a band that you love no not one you see what i'm saying yeah i didn't see it like that damn you, you for making me see things in a different light <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and that's the reason why i thought you would love them ironically the reason why you don't like them is exactly the thought you love them, which is that
0: well, but the thing is is Paul Heaton actually sings right? like you can walk in through the pasture, you know what I mean, like yeah, I know a, I know a beautiful South lines because he's got amazing melodies. This dude's like he just tries to have that like vocal style, but doesn't do shit with it. It's all syncopated, fucking talking,
1: yeah but but there's also uh, how can I say it there's ah. Uh, I always forget the words. I can. I always lose the words that I want to say, and then I listen back to the podcast. I'm like, right away, I think of the word. Anyways, um there's something about him them showing their influence without actually sounding like them. Does that See, make we sense? Don't, we
0: don't even know factually that they do like the beautiful south. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. But you
1: I know, know, I think I think about your brother's old band, E Step. Yeah. Okay. I loved E Step. Um, matter of fact. I would listen to them before I ever listened to Morrissey. Yeah. Um, And then of course, then I started listening to Morrissey and then I started to see the connection and the influence going on there. And to me, there was not a lot of bands, especially during that time when we were coming up, like there was a lot of bands. We talked about ripping off corn, ripping off Deftones, all these other things. So your brother's band was like the only one in the scene doing what they were doing. And yes, there was a lot of similarities to Morrissey, this cure, all that. That's what was awesome was that it's they even though they were still highly influenced they were still very unique because nobody else was taking those influences and turning it into something.
0: <clears throat> yeah, well, my cousin Dennis is one of the world's oh, greatest singers. Amazing, amazing, I know, dude. I know. We went to a, a family party like a month ago, and um, he was there. He had a, his car- well, was at his house his karaoke machine set up, and he was just fucking singing all night. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. Like, you fucking wasted it dude that's a, a
1: talent that um unfortunately most of the world will never get to experience because and it's he was so good at it man still and, good at and it. and those songs were amazing oh yeah but again going back to arcade fire that's why i thought you would like them
0: i can see i i can you know, i can see that point now yeah i, I don't know man i i don't know they really are an acquired taste, I will tell you. They are. They because definitely are, dude.
1: It took me a while to like them. I um, can tell you this album by far,
0: if I have—if the words have to come out of my mouth, this is their best album, mm-hmm. for sure. The one before that is pretty damn good, too. That one's so, kind of dark. So the next the next note that I have, they have a song called Infinite Content, right? Mm-hmm. What I loved <laughs> was... I thought you were going to hate that song. Well, I, look, what I liked about... What they did was the concept, right? So one version was very fast. Mm-hmm. And then... The slow one. The slow one was like had like that country vibe. Yeah, yeah. Very twangy. Mm-hmm. So I loved how they had the two part of the song, fast and slow. Right. You and I have always said, let's do a heavy version, and then we'll do a really pretty version. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we've always yeah. had that conversation. Right. And... Them doing it, I was like, "Oh man, that's pretty fucking cool." I thought you would hate that song. No, Daniela cracks up when she hears that song. Why? What? what are the fast
1: part or the slow part? No, the whole song, because she's just like, she cracks up at the fact that really the whole song he's saying the name of the song.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so she's just like,
0: it's genius. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love that whole concept because you and I, like I said, we've always had a vision of doing something like that. Right, right, right. So my last note was. Put your money on me. It was a good bass line. Their bass player is decent. Yeah, he shines when he needs to. Right. And this song was that song was okay. I liked so overall final thoughts. It's the best album they have. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back and listen to it. Right. Um I appreciate that album for what it is. The basslines were good. Me being a disco kid, I liked that. It's just. Point blank, the thing that draws me away from this band, the voice, is the voice. Yeah, I could see that. Not 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 even necessarily the voice. Look, if he wants to rip off Paul Heaton, fine, go ahead. Mm -hmm. But give me something to sing. Make it catchy. So it's not that he sounds like him. It's there's there's nothing. There's no melody. Mm -hmm. I I can't I can't walk away humming a fucking lick if I tried. Yeah. And I tried. Like I said, I listened to it once just to listen to it, and then I listened to it again, and this time I said okay song one song two and i broke everything down
1: mm. well listen to creature comfort again
0: okay i'll listen to that one.
1: wait wait like two months because <laughs> you know it's one of those things yeah. where it's like it's like when you eat a food and you're like this is good but it's kind of like that's what happened to me with sushi for the first time i was like oh this is good but it was different right and all of a sudden two months later i was craving it and now i eat sushi almost religiously
0: it's like the first time you were with a guy At first <laughs> it was weird you felt really awkward about it <laughs> two months later fuck it wait
1: exactly <laughs> exactly okay well that's good i'm glad I, I i'm actually i'm glad that you gave a um you gave it its due diligence you yeah. you really got into it hey
0: man you pl- you pulled a brother card i come through man awesome all
1: right you ready for mine i'm
0: ready i'm dying
1: all right billy joel
0: <laughs> okay wait <laughs> what what i'll get it well what are you gonna say Did you pay attention to those two songs that I asked you to? Actually, those were the first that I listened to. That's what I'm dying here.
1: Let's go. Okay. But before I get into that. Okay. okay, So let it be um, noted that I like the songs that I've heard from Billy Joel. I I forgot some of the songs that I liked about from Billy Joel. Yeah. Um, So I have a a lot of notes. So here's the thing. I listened to those two songs. I was like, yeah, these are great songs. Then I went to the very beginning. Uh-huh. Okay?
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: First song comes on within 30, 20 seconds. All I thought was, this is the fucking Beatles.
0: This is the fucking Beatles. This conversation is done. I need, <laughs> I need to go home. How dare you?
1: N- me, How I did, dare you? I did I did
0: research. I don't care if he likes the Beatles or not.
1: Okay. Check this out. <laughs> On Billy Joel's biography. Billy Joel's uh, eclecticism is no accident. The man has a list of influences longer than his 40-year career. Each of his albums is a Sgt. Pepper's-esque carousel ride through the 20th century American pop. Fittingly, Dylan and McCartney kick off this playlist, making steps, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I'm listening to it. All I hear is the Beatles. That's all I hear is the Beatles. Okay. So I go and I look up more. Here we go. Influenced by early rock and roll rhythm and blues artists, including groups such as the Beatles, uh, the Everly Brothers, Elvis Presley. Joel favored tightly structured pop melodies and down to earth songwriting. Okay. Here's, I couldn't wait to tell you this. After seeing the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show, Joel decided to pursue a career in music. In an interview, he said of the group's effect on him, quote, The one performance changed my life. Up to that moment, I'd never had, I had never considered playing rock as a career. And when I saw four guys who didn't look like they'd come out of a Hollywood star mill, who played their own songs and instruments, and especially because you could see this look in John Lennon's face, and he looked like he was always saying, fuck you, I said, I know these guys, I can relate to these guys, I am these guys, this is what I'm going to do, play in a rock band.
0: Do you know how many bands are influenced by the Beatles that I love? (laughs) Do you know how many? So, okay, I
1: can't help but think, (laughs) I even put a quote down from what you said about the Arcade Fire Challenge. You said, I grew up with a lot of Britpop, you know that style. There's this band called Beautiful South. These dudes sound like they want to be Beautiful South. And all I kept thinking about, oh, and Oasis, all I kept thinking about was Billy Joel sounds like he wants to be the Beatles, but you talk so much shit about the Beatles. I don't, I don't
0: hear it. Dude. I don't hear it. I personally <laughs> it is, don't hear it. It is blatant. You're ta- so you're the, talking about his very first album is what you're talking about. Dude, like, as, as
1: the albums progress, it becomes more of an influence than a blatant ripoff.
0: But dude, right out the gate, it's a blatant ripoff of the Beatles. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. I honestly, I, I don't hear it, dude. But, I was right. I was
1: shocked.
0: Well, let's so, be, let let's be honest. I had to do the Beatles challenge, mm-hmm. right? And I was all over the place on it. I never went record one, record seven, like I did with Led Zeppelin, right? So but maybe I gotta give it another another checkout. So I still have more. But that—that's the—that's the gist in terms of like, throwing
1: some shade at you.
0: I'm gonna throw my balls at you. Right <laughs> now.
1: So, one thing I can say is that obviously he—you can hear the growth from becoming a Beatles ripoff, which he admits to, mm-hmm. to becoming coming into his own skin, so to speak. Um, It becomes very vocal driven. And, but what I really appreciate about Billy Joel is the same thing that I appreciate about the Beatles is the fact that going back to what you said about Arcade Fire is that you can sing to his songs. Yeah. I never had really given much listen to the music. Because his voice was always such a driving force in his music. So I actually uh, forced myself to really pay attention to what was going on musically. And it's good. A lot of it's good. You know, the piano, all that stuff. It's good. Yeah. But I realized that if it wasn't for his catchy melodies, if it wasn't for those vocal lines that he writes, it's the complete opposite, half and half (laughs) of Arcade Fire. Yeah. If it wasn't for
0: his voice, I probably would not like Billy Joel's music. I agree with you. Musically, it's, it's good. It's nothing groundbreaking to where I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. Right. It's, it's how he does it and what he... Dude, let's go back to the songs I told you to listen to. Right. Vienna. hmm The melody. Yeah. The way that song is composed. The the I, I don't know if it's an accordion or what on that, on oh, that yeah, bridge yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay, so there's a part on that song on the second verse, and I pointed it out to my wife the other day. We were driving to... I think we we're going to go eat. Don't you think it's funny how real quick off off topic? Don't you think it's funny how when people try to describe something or tell you something, they have to tell you the events leading up to it. Sometimes I'm like, I could have. My done wife it. hates the fact that I do that. I could have done all, that, all of that. Yeah, she hates the fact that I do. I'm that. like, wait a minute. So we just sat here for five minutes for you to tell me you ate a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, that's what you go. Yeah, to? it's because you gotta like like context. You me gotta... t- me telling you, my wife and I were driving to dinner has nothing to do with this fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so I pointed it out to her on the second verse. He tries to take two, three, four lines without taking a breath, and he finally runs out of breath at the last part. Right? Did you Did you catch on to I that? I did not. Oh, dude, it's one of my favorite things that ever happened in music. Yeah, because he pulled it off so well, so fucking well, and brought it right back in. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Give it a
0: give it a give it a a spin again when you.
1: Yeah, and so. Um... No, I mean, it just reemphasized, I forgot, like, like for example, the song Uptown Girl, which is like, yeah, probably one song. of the most popular songs. Yeah. I, forgot, I forgot about the song. You know, you hear it, I haven't heard it in probably like two decades, and I can sing every word. Um, but that just goes, that's, again, goes back to just like what a good songwriter he became, or um, he was, really. And his voice is just like undeniable. Um, some of the songs I will say some of the songs were a little bit too old school sounding for me. You
0: know I'm. I'll I, give you that. He got to a certain point in his career and in, in his discography where it kind of sounded too much like um, like a New York show, right? Like it got real um, what do you call those shows? Like a, it got real Broadway, Broadway yeah. for a while. You know what I mean? And like, the lyrics were kind of weird. Yeah. And it just seemed too grand of yes. like a production. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll give you that and that was like that was like in the middle of his career where it started going that direction
1: there's a lot of influence of Billy Joel and and Arcade Fireman telling you oh
0: you're disgusting (laughs) I'm
1: telling you dude Um, so anyhow um, I, I mean I loved it I mean it's hard for me to sit there and listen to the whole albums all the way through it's not that it's not good it's just sometimes, I'm a very, uh, you know, well, we're the same, right? Like to me, music is about mood, right? Yeah. And I can only uh, take that old school vibe for, for so, so long, long yeah, before absolutely. I'm like, okay, I got to move on from this. As
0: much as I love him, I, I feel the same way. Did you did you happen to pay attention to the song, The Stranger? By the yes, way, yes. The, the Stranger, that's his best album. Yeah. Okay, so the song "The Stranger," yes, you, you yes. paid deep attention to. Yes, I dude, did. Dude, how amazing was it that he went from complete fucking rock, banner, and that chorus went straight fucking pretty disco. Yeah, dun,
1: see, dun, dun, and dun, that's, dun, dun, that's oh my god, and that's what dude.
0: I chills th- when I
1: heard it. I wasn't expecting that disco part, right? So yeah, no, no, it was it was good. It was really really oh,
0: good. I quote you all the time, chills, bro, chills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So a couple of side notes that I just want to kind of throw in there. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife actually brought this to my attention. And um, are you familiar with the artist uh, Olivia Rodrigo?
0: Yes. Have you heard her song Deja Vu? Uh, No, I've only heard the driver's license. The one that everybody knows.
1: Okay. So there's a song. Like that song, I don't really care for the one because it's everywhere. It's all right.
0: I just find it, I don't know. Like, is it weird for us men in our age to be listening to 19-year-old girls?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I to me <laughs> so to it me, is weird.
0: To no, 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 no oh. not
1: weird. To me, I music is music. I yeah. don't care. Oh, I, I agree. And I got to keep up with these kids, you know? There you go. Okay. Um so she showed me this song by her. Uh. Uh-huh. It's called Déjà vu. Okay. And she has a line in there where she says something about it's a uh, lyrically, dude, such a good song. It's a it's a cheesy uh breakup song, right? anyhow what she told me is apparently and i didn't research it to back it up but apparently this one line in the song where she mentions billy joel has actually brought kind of like boosted billy joel's presence in the world with like a lot of these young kids who's billy joel and going and listening to billy joel because of her line in that song really yeah dude listening as soon as i leave dude like so it's called deja vu it's well, a good song. It's a really good song, and you know me again. I'm not a lyric person, but um, Daniela made me read the lyrics as the song was playing, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Yeah, I, I'm gonna check that out. I'm pulling it up now. And another last side note, dude. I had totally forgotten, and as I was reading up on Billy Joel and finding all my great
0: <laughs> no, didn't bother me one Beatles
1: connections. Shit, don't bother me one bit. I was reminded that he was a boxer for a long time. What he was a boxer, he went 24 and 0, uh, or no, no, 24 and 2, winning 22 bouts. But he abandoned the sport after his nose was broken in his last fight. I
0: did not fucking know that, yeah.
1: He did golden gloves and everything.
0: Wow, that's crazy! Yeah, I love him even more now. Yeah, and okay, I just thought, so final thought, oh, I love Billy Joel, man. So and you'd and go, actually, you'd go back and listen to him. Oh, me.
1: yeah, I, I honestly, again, it has to be. The right mood for me? Yeah. You know me. Like, I'm a, I'm a very happy guy, but when I'm by myself, I like to listen to the moody shit. That's and so, like for to. him, I have to really be in that uppity-up mood. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I love it. If you, I don't care how old you are, if you haven't given Billy Joel a listen,
0: give it a listen. Please do. Wow, that's good. I'm glad. I, I knew it was going to come out that way. Yeah. But I just wanted you to give a... A deeper dive right i mean there's a lot of artists out there that we've only heard their big hits or you know whatever comes out in the movies or what have you and there's just so much more to these artists than just their big hits you know exactly I mean?
1: hey so we're doing another challenge right yeah okay you want to do the chat first
0: oh yeah 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 okay so right. we're good yeah all right fuck arcade fire and you love billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. And welcome to another segment. Wait, how did you want me to say it? Real peppy? Today on the chat. And today on the chat. So we've always said it. You actually just said it right now. For us, music, music has no language, right? Like it, it doesn't matter, right? The language of the music, be it Spanish, German, French, what have you so what i mean by that is no matter the language if i under, whether i understand something or not if i feel it i mean the past however many years we've been doing the podcast or the few times i came out on, on your on your youtube channel um i've always said i'm a feeler right yeah. she has to touch you me fucking feel uh, me all the time that's and I touch you all the time that's what i was going to say if it touches me like like the way men touch me i'm totally in so there's this artist i found oh man i'm gonna say like two years ago is I his it, name picasso <laughs> no sadly i i did it i did a, a fairly big dig on him right mm. like i dove pretty deep on him Ooh, yeah <laughs> but there was only one album that really stood out to me He's a Japanese artist, right? so his album is not in English. So he's more of a jazz player, right? Like he's a jazz musician from Japan. And you can tell most of his music is very influenced by that. Or you you can see where he's coming from. But there's this one album where it's all acoustic. Mm -hmm. And it's the most fucking beautiful album I have ever heard. Of course, he's singing in Japanese. So the artist's name is Itsuro Shimoda. I-T-S-U-R-O-H Shimoda S-H-I-M-O-D-A And the first thing that drove me in And it's done it to me many a times Was the album cover There's this fucking amazing guy Japanese guy with long hair With a cigarette hanging out of his fucking mouth And he's looking down I'm like Oh shit That's a fucking amazing album cover. Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to that. I didn't know it was going to be in Japan because the name of the album is Love Songs and Laminations. That's the name of the album. Is this... I'm looking at it right now. I see there's an album from the 70s? Yeah. Okay, so this is old. Very old. Okay. Yeah, very old. Um, Love Songs and Laminations is the name of the album. Again, he has many albums, but this is the one that that I want to highlight. So... The album cover, black and white, long-haired Japanese guy with a cigarette in his mouth, it just spoke to me. I had to listen to it. From first song, it's just an acoustic guitar. The way his vo- his vocals kick in, the passion behind it, the falsetto, the... I brought everything he does. And then there's certain songs where he has this, this female vocalist come in and sing with him also. Yeah. Again, I don't know what he's saying. I really don't give a fuck. I'm painting the own, my own picture in my own mind, creating my own story every time I listen to this album. Yeah. And it's, just, it's fucking ridiculous. So for you jazz acoustic people um, who don't really care if, if a person is singing in English or not, this is my chat for the day, Itsuro Shimoda. Awesome. And the album is Love Songs and Laminations. I've come to really enjoy a lot of uh, um,
1: artists that don't speak in English. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: I remember when I was younger, I had a hard time with it. Yeah, yeah same here. The first band to ever open up my eyes to that. And still to this day, one of my number top three bands of all time.
0: Menudo. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Yes, Sigur <laughs> um, Rose. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. the weird thing about them, they don't—they don't sing in any fucking language. Sometimes he'll sing in Icelandic, and
1: there's actually been a couple of times he sings in English.
0: The English part, yeah, I do yeah. remember he did. He has done some English, but part. mostly it's just it's using his own his, his own dialect that, yeah, he's, that he created. Saying, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> ugly how well you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Oh, we should do a whole fucking episode just on them alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, aside from you being good looking, you're great with your hands. You haven't brought a whole lot to my life, but Seager (laughs) Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Seager Ross, Seager Rios, however you say it. The day you showed me that band. Yeah. And then what really got me is that this was still like the internet was still relatively new mm-hmm. right it was getting better so i looked them up and the smashing pumpkins are their all-time favorite band oh wow yeah i didn't even know that yeah wow yeah yeah those... but you can't even tell see see nobody. Take a page arcade fire <laughs>
1: nobody sounds like them they're no. their own thing and it's just they're just such good musicians they are they it's <sighs> and you want to talk
0: about Dark, sad music. Oh my god,
1: that's the epitome,
0: dude. When I'm at work and I just want to drown out all the fucking noise and shit, that's who I play, dude. Yeah. When I um, when I'm driving home from a night shift, sometimes I'll play them because it just gets me in that mm-hmm. serene, mellow time to unwind. That's how I, d- you know, it was
1: through them that I actually discovered. Um, I remember one night I just fell asleep with my headphones on and I was listening to Secret rose and all of a sudden I woke up at like three in the morning. And I was like, this isn't Rose, but I, but I kind of like it. it was, yeah, but I think I like it. <laughs> it was, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Tycho.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, so I, if you don't know who Tycho is, T-Y-C-H-O. Amazing, amazing artist. Fucking amazing. Um, and on that note, I want to tell you, I wrote it on my notes. Um, there's an artist that I want you to look up. And I want you to listen to... Wait, is this, they,
0: our, is this our challenge? Or no, no, just, no, no, no. Just okay. listen. Wait, we're not done. Okay. Itsuro Shimoda. Oh, no, yeah, you said it. Love you Songs ended and it. Lamination. Oh, we were done? It. Yeah, we were done.
1: Oh, shit. Well, I did it again. I heard one song. These guys bought, I guess, an ad on, like, Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, that's how I came across them. Their ad came up on my Instagram feed, and they only have one song, but... The one song I heard i absolutely loved, and they're called slave s l a e v it's instrumental electronic um it's the the sounds they're using and their visuals almost remind me of sleep token oh really and it makes me and i looked it up to see if there was a connection to sleep token but uh
0: there wasn't i dude i love i love their description elegant esoteric and electronic yeah it's really that's good. Cool. Just that, like that one
1: song in just got me kind of intrigued.
0: Yeah, the name of the song is Peskmerga? Yeah, Pesmerga, dude. Only ninety-two monthly listeners. Yeah, that's and, like uh, a whole ninety-one more than we have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, and I don't know, man. It's weird because you know how Sleep Token does that cloak. Yeah. Thing. The cloak, creepy and thing. when you yeah. hear this, the the instrument that they're using, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like hmm, like it's very close. So either they're really big fans of Sleep Token or maybe it's members of Sleep Token. I don't know. But oh, I really yeah. liked the song enough to start following them. So kudos to them <coughs> buying that ad because uh, you got yourself uh, a uh,
0: listener. Yeah, I want to check that out. I, look, I'm a cover guy and this picture looks amazing. Yeah. So you and I, a couple of months ago, I had this idea for a new project and, you know, things have been happening mm-hmm. that had been holding us back from a lot of our projects, but... I can't wait to get that one going. You know what I'm talking about? I do not. The Latin name oh. project.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right.
0: Yes. Yeah. That one's going to be our fucking, yeah. our Seagull Ross meets Slave. Mm-hmm. I agree. I can't agree. wait for that to happen. We already got album covers. We got everything. We just don't have music. <laughs> that's, but you know what's funny is that the music is the easy part. Especially that for what we're going for on that one. Be prepared, everybody. Yeah. Be prepared. And this one's going to be easier because our other projects normally include other people. Right. But this one's just the two of us. Yeah, It's always easier, just the two of us. Exactly.
1: So. All right, let's get into our new challenge. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So what made me decide to go with this artist okay. was you casually bringing up Mars Volta mm-hmm. and me making the connection that, dude, Mars Volta is very influenced by Led Zeppelin.
0: You've already given me Led Zeppelin. I know. I'm going to give you
1: the second band that Mars Volta is extremely influenced by.
0: Drive Like Jesu?
1: Pink Floyd.
0: Oh, that's so fucking weird that you say that. Why? Dude, I even have it in my notes. There's a lot of bands in a a specific genre I am shocked that you have yet to challenge me with. And I I swear to God that Pink Floyd is one of them. Really? I'm actually excited about that one. Really? I don't dislike Pink Floyd. Uh Uh-huh from what i've heard i mean it's like it's all right yeah it's 70s rock but i do see where they were trying to okay but this challenge is going to go a little bit further than just listening i have to do it naked yes Oh man
1: even better i need you to watch the wall oh, okay you want me to do that whole thing mm-hmm. okay because part of the genius of pink floyd when roger waters was in the band mm-hmm. was the thematic um Pieces of their music. The okay. fact that there's literally a movie that goes along with an album. Okay. And it's really weird. It's really out there. Um, I'm probably going to need you to take some LSD while you watch that, but I know Got you it. probably... <laughs> Got it. Got it. Hey, look. Any... You know what's funny? Here, here's a really funny story. I did not understand that movie until, you until I did it on LSD. Well,
0: look. Anything for views and ratings, for <laughs> us to make this our job yeah i'm gonna do it <clears throat> dude i'm excited i've never done a drug a day in my life <laughs> I know, and you I'm, have it. And I'm gonna start off with lsd for the first <laughs> thing
1: <laughs> it'll change you man um no but really um you have to watch it so i, I will, will i will tell you just as a quick disclaimer okay some albums even me being a pink Floyd fan some albums i'm like eh like there's good songs uh, i can yeah. take Take it or leave it.
0: All I really know of them is the celestial, spacey, pretty vibe. Yeah. I don't know anything outside of like, I guess they're big songs. Yeah. Like Brick in the Wall. I know that's very rocky or whatever. And then there's that Wish You Were Here song. I think that's where it ends for me. I
1: want you to really think about how the merging of Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin is exactly what Mars Volta has. Who
0: who came out first? Led Zeppelin?
1: They're around the same time, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Okay. They were like, kind of like side by side. It's weird. I'm actually excited about this one. Like, I'm I'm not mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I I just, what I'm trying to get you to see is the chain of influence and how it's impacted what we love now. Um, And how, that's why I challenged you with the Beatles. That's why I challenged you with Led Zeppelin because they are big parts of that chain.
0: Well, I look—they're the ne- foundation. Yeah, I—I n- I never, I—I I n- I never said that they weren't, but it's just, you know, kind of beating a dead horse. You and I come from different upbringings, so you loved the Motley Crues, the Pantera's, the Metallica's, the all the bands that factually say this was my influence, and you can tell. Right. I didn't. You don't hear. Led Zeppelin and Sade or George Street, and so you get into the '90s Thank where where, where music <laughs> where music was very influential for me. The Deftones, whether they say they like them or not, you don't hear Led Zeppelin in the Deftones. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, I think that that's where where our, our our break is is that I can't really hear the influence because the bands that were heavily influenced by them, mm-hmm. I didn't listen to. That's a good point.
1: I mean, and there's like a generational gap there. Yeah. And so essentially what's happened is is like Mars Volta is one of the exceptions, right? Another band that I can think of is like local natives, they're an exception where they're like a new band, but they're heavily influenced by uh, Fleetwood Mac, for example. Yeah, yeah, So there's like a generational gap. So what happened is, is these bands from the 60s and the 70s highly influenced some of these bands in the 80s that influenced the band in the 90s and so forth. Yeah. Um, whereas that's part of the uniqueness of Mars Volta is that they reached back to get their influence from these bands that existed Decades before. And, and put their twist on it. Put their twist on it. Yeah. And all of a sudden to like the younger people, it becomes like, oh, this is so new. Well, no, it's not. It's really good. It's just, if you understood and listened to these two bands who like me growing up, I, and this is because of my dad. My dad listened yeah. to Led Zeppelin and and, and uh, Pink Floyd constantly. And so you appreciate what Mars Volta is doing because right. those... Of those connections
0: and that's why I think I kind of partially maybe subconsciously um, realized what Led Zeppelin had to offer because I love tool because I love Mars Volta right like you can I finally heard the Led Zeppelin and tool you yeah. know what I mean right I finally heard the Led Zeppelin and Mars Volta when you um brought it up right yeah so that's why i'm I'm excited about this one, yeah I've never disliked Pink Floyd but I've never liked them. They were just that band that I've known about.
1: You want to preserve this for those drives home because it's it's uh it's like watching a movie. That's why they have a movie that goes with their album like you so, so don't work out to it. <laughs> every song is so different and every song is a part of this thematic sequence.
0: Well, I got to tell you. Let me like this song real quick that you just showed me. I with this one because I'm excited and I want to do my due diligence. This one will be album one all the way through. Awesome. So I'm gonna do that chronological. Right. Order. Right. Okay. Cool. I'm excited about this one. And uh, I'm not sure
1: what albums Roger Waters was not on that happened later on. Yes, if he's that not the on singer? it. Yeah. If oh. he's not, if he's not on it, don't even pay attention to it.
0: Oh man, I didn't know. I thought he was all the way through the lead singer. No, he's a, a genius, dude.
1: Absolute genius. I know there was somewhere where in their discography where they parted ways with him and they got somebody else. And I've never really given those albums too much of a
0: listen, but um, yeah. Dude. You got a lover band that has an an album named A Saucer Full of Secrets. A little saucer? Like a little <laughs> saucer <laughs> for the meet the parents. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right, what's my my Uma, Uma Kuma. challenge? Adam Hart Mother. Cool. I'm excited. All right. Yours. Kind of the same... No, not the same token. You have... You know who this band is. You've heard some of their songs. But you have mentioned to me that you really don't see the big deal. And you're kind of like, eh, eh, love them or leave them, right? Kind of like you did with Spirit Box. Mm -hmm. So we got to talk about their new songs, by the way. Oh, I almost said the end word. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you... I don't think you hate this band, but I don't think you like this band because you've never really, like gone dig dig, and i'm willing to bet money you like their earlier stuff more than their their newer shit yeah so i'm gonna challenge you to a full two weeks of bring me the horizon okay i almost vomited for a
1: second i know
0: i know you did (laughs) i know you did break i thought you were gonna say breaking
1: benjamin oh bring me the horizon it's very similar yeah look see if it was breaking benjamin i'd be like stan from (laughs) south park right now i would have been like
0: (laughs) dude This podcast is going to go on for a long time. Yeah. and You're saving it, is what you're saying. Yeah, we plan to make this our job. (laughs) Everybody, please help us. Like, subscribe, forward, whatever you got to do. We want this to be our job. And one day, you are going to listen to Breaking Benjamin. You cannot get out of it. Oh, God. But right. Yeah, bring me the horizon. Bring I know, it. like I said, you 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 and I have spoke about them. They're one of my favorite bands. I love them.
1: I mean, I can honestly say I've probably never heard an entire song all the way through. Yeah, or, or maybe maybe one. Yeah, um, I did. I do remember. I was intrigued by a performance they did. It was in like a, an award show and they jumped on tables and stuff.
0: Oh, and he jumped on the, the table of Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah, table. there you go. Yeah. And that, that got me a little bit intrigued
1: and like, oh, these guys are kind of cool, but I still never enough to actually go and listen to them yeah. other than like <clears throat> maybe the first 30 seconds of a song. So cool.
0: Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. There I'll, was a I'll big, add them. There was a big divide on, on the Bring Me the Horizon fan front when they went from brutal fucking hardcore, Deathcore, whatever you call it oh really and then started they started off that way yeah and then they went straight into their melodic singing mix of screaming yeah there's, oh, a, wow. there, there's an evolution to the day. so
1: <clears throat> are they considered
0: new metal no I've never heard anybody okay. call them well them.
1: I, I like the fact that they're from they're from like the UK or something yeah. right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it a shot they're, they're I know they're, they're they're pretty damn big I mean I just saw oh, right yeah. now they have
0: like 12 million followers they're very big Yeah, very big. So, yeah, I want you to check that out.
1: Okay, I will. Um, I'm kind of interested in that one. Uh, A couple of side notes before we end, because I I know we're running on, like, already an hour and 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, and you got to go to the doctor, and i got to go school shopping. Yeah. The joys Um, of being a parent. Another
1: band I want you to listen to, and the reason I didn't bring them up right away is you've probably heard of them. Uh, They just came up on one of my um, playlist that I, I listened to rent playlist that they make them for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard them and I was like, this is number one, this is pretty good. Number two, because of who they sound like, I know Adrian would probably love this if he probably, if he doesn't know who they are yet. Um, there are a band called soul blind.
0: <laughs> you need to get out of here. <laughs> what?
1: It's time it's for you to go. You know who they are. Yes, man. Uh, okay. Well, that was good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, 'cause I know you would have forgotten. Um Norma Jean's new song came out oh, last night.
0: My God. Oh, there's a new one last new night. One I thought you were talking night. about the one from like a week yeah, ago. No,
1: there's another one that came out oh, last wow. night with a video. Dude, if if those of you who don't know, listen to Norma Jean. When it comes to that kind of music, Norma Jean, since the beginning has always been one of my favorites. I know. I know. You clung uh, to them hard. Yeah. And um i just love what they're doing i will say i'm not a fan of this when he brings in the singing stuff but i like the fact that he doesn't do it all the time i love it because he's got that rasp (sighs) i know fucking rasp but the new song last night fuck there's this part in the middle that i you got to listen to it man it's so good um Anyways, oh, and then also, I wanted to talk about this, but now we don't have much time. We'll save it for next time. Um, But I did want to mention that we are reaching out to artists, up-and-coming artists, Mm -hmm. local artists, national artists, international, it doesn't matter, um, to send us your music if you want to be featured on the show. We want to add a perhaps a segment where we highlight artists that send us their material.
0: I thought we were doing that as a part of the chat. No,
1: I, I don't think, I, I would rather, I like the, the fact that on the chat, these are artists that you just stumble upon. Okay. I would like to feature artists who actually take the time to send us their music. Yeah, And we're just like, wow, I would have never <clears throat> heard and these guys had they not sent it
0: to us. Right, and that's the reason why I bring up, I thought it was going to be a part of the chat, because that's the whole goal of the chat, is to bring up untapped, amazing fucking talent that needs to have... A million and fucking twelve subscribers because of whatever reason, right? right? The bands that I like to sometimes I bring on well-known bands, obviously, right? Because it's just some people have forgotten about them. But my goal is to—I always try to bring a a band on the chat that is very underground, very underrated, who needs to fucking be catapulted to the moon, right? Because they just deserve that type of um, attention. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's on the same 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 page right but yeah we want to find that band that we just be like dude i
1: mean i think that's something that as musicians ourselves we're always seeking those that's why we get so excited to introduce a new artist to each other you know we're always seeking that next good thing that's out there and sometimes we stumble across it um me having a record label sometimes people will send me stuff and it's like oh my god this needs to be heard but either way it gives um exposure to whoever an artist is if you know send us your stuff we like it we'll talk about it you know we'll do a brutally honest not necessarily review but just kind of like you know kind of an in-depth uh look to expose your music to our listeners right
0: you know seven people coming at you man (laughs) you might go hard
1: um and i think that's about it for, for oh Justin, if you're listening, yes. So I, I asked our people in our group on Facebook um, their thoughts on our challenge. <clears throat> Nobody really gave me their thoughts on our challenge. The, what's the point, guy? But Justin had to just throw in there that, that I, carry this I once had a dog named Corn.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right.
1: Holy so shit, random. Guy. And I was like, thank you, Justin, for reminding me. And so I was like... Um, I also had a dog named Ashling, yes, named after our Ashling. band, and yep. I also had a dog named Mutley Crew, and that was when I was a little kid. We used to mm-hmm. call him Mutley, but his name was actually Mutley Crew. Wow! So, Justin, I just wanted to uh, give a, a little shout out to thank you for reminding me that I did have a dog named Corn.
0: Thank you, Jay. Love you, buddy.
1: Um, and that's all I've got. That's all I've got, man. i'm looking you're gonna give me something
0: damn right i wasn't talking about that's all i got in the (laughs) tank better not be tired (laughs) i got two seconds dude it's all good yeah i'm excited about this challenge man very excited yeah me too for the first time um it's a band i've always and like i said real quick i i was wrapping up my thoughts on um arcade fire and I, I started thinking i'm like there's a lot of shit this dude can throw at me and he hasn't i wonder why i'm not going to tell you what mm-hmm. but there's a lot of stuff that you oh. could and i just i don't understand why you have it i've got a lot in the bag do you yeah mm. so the fun bag in the bottom or yep <laughs> got two bags <laughs> we know you got long nuts we heard <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs>
1: Uh, I, when i think of my nuts i think of that south park episode where they have the big balls and they're like jumping on them
0: i've never seen that dude they I have, st- like I st- they all have elephantitis <laughs> <laughs> i stopped south park in like 99 oh, how that fucking thing has gone this long is it's beyond amazing me. Man. it's just so good
1: i don't watch it regularly but when i do it's just it's just as good today as it was back
0: then really yeah so good to me it's like how could how far can you take smutty humor i mean i guess well, you could what take i love far, about
1: right? them is that they're the only cartoon in existence, if you can call them a cartoon or show, that they're able to actually turn the content around so fast. So what happens is, is you're watching a show, the content is related to exactly what's going on right now.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Very topic-based, and it's very up to, up to speed on what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, so like when the Ukraine thing happened, I think like within two weeks, there was an episode about Russia and Ukraine.
0: Really? Yeah. Like They're really on top of it. What's their name? Trey Parker and the other guy? Yeah, dude. And those guys are just... Well, they're, they're on just, it, man. They're geniuses, man. They made a living off of playing little kids on TV. I farted. I farted. Hey, Terrence. <laughs> Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You were born in <laughs> body, Ambassador Uncle Fucker. You fuck oh. your uncle
1: all day long. <laughs> dude, my favorite episode, Daniel and I crack up every time we think about it, is the one where the, the queen, she queefs. I don't remember. Oh, that. dude, you gotta watch it, man.
0: That, that, the only time I think about that show is with you. Yeah, I farted thing Yeah. <laughs> every time. And that, and that was from the movie. The song oh, it was actually it?
1: from the movie, yeah. So, anyways, Yeah. watch the voices, listen to Slave. Um, Got it. Got it. The, what was the name again for your chat? <clears throat> We're telling the listeners the name of the chat to remind them who to listen to. The artist. I can't oh, remember. Itsuro Shimoda. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, and watch that show. I'll, I'll tell you what it is, the one.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I'll tell you what it is. I just got to.
0: And don't forget to look for Let There Be Rock on all media platforms for your podcast needs, your recording needs. Don't forget to check out Plastic Realm Toys if, you just, if you're nerdy and you like looking at cool toys. NevermoreRecords.com.
1: Oh, yeah nevermore records never underscore records underscore eptx
0: our guitars are still in the works we have not fallen off on that if anyone's wondering a commercial being made as we speak photo shoot we're fixing to actually reveal the guitar the that we've been working on for the past two years yep but that's it once this commercial is done it's go time everybody so we don't think that we've fallen off a lot of cool things happening a possible radio station everything too much stuff but we're getting it done yeah stay fucking tuned and if you guys want more of us help us make this our job and tell all your (laughs) friends about it (laughs) all right all right everybody thank you bye bye